0: They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We say what they can't, radio. Hello, hello, hello. You are here for another episode of Courageously Curvy Radio. And with me today, we have a very special guest and friend of mine. Her name is the one and only Miss Keisha Hickson. Say hi. Hi, (laughs) everyone. Okay, so first of all, um, to all of my listeners, I just want to say, We had a little bit of snafu in um, September, but that's okay. We kind of rebounded, we recovered and all that other good stuff. And so um, what you're going to get in the month of October is a little bit of a double treat. So this um, show that we are doing today is really dedicated to um, survivors. It's really dedicated to those who have survived illness, who survived in any capacity, and who have taken um what you know the lemons in life and turned them around and made them some sweet sweet lemonade. So um with me today we have the one and only Miss Keisha Hickson. Just to tell you a little bit about Miss Keisha Hickson. She is the founder and CEO of the Shining Star Kids Salon uh in Brooklyn, New York. And I met Keisha back in December. Because anybody that knows me knows I don't do hair. I have no desire to do anybody's hair, but I have two daughters. And so they were looking real, real crazy in the head. And um, I found Shining Star Kids Salon. I wanted my daughters to go someplace where they would be comfortable and where the environment would be nurturing. And so um, they went to Shining Star Kids Salon as one of their Christmas gifts. And baby, let me tell you, I have not put my hands in their head since. I don't take braids out. I don't put braids in. I do absolutely nothing. It is the best money that I've ever spent in my entire life. And so um, from then, we ended up just really being, you know, cool friends. And so um, I'm really, really happy. I'm really, really excited um, for Keisha and for all of the great things that she has going on. Um, so shiny like Your Salon, the first salon is on Linux and Flatbush. I 14 Lennox Road. 14 Lennox Road. Between Flatbush and Bedford. Between Flatbush and Bedford. And then they just recently opened up a road second for- location oh. in Bed which is oh. 126 Ralph Avenue at the corner on Hancock. Okay. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. y'all. So all the Flatbush massive and then everybody on the other side of the road in Bed stuy You need somebody to do your children's hair. I'm telling you right now, your um awesome treatment at Shining Star. Um, the business model there is just a really wonderful one. I'm not gonna talk much about it. I'm actually going to allow Miss Keisha to talk about it. So, Keisha, yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us a little about um Shining Star and all of the dope and awesome things that you're doing and how we even got to this point. How we get here. Well, about a year ago in October, about October sixth of two thousand and seventeen, I decided to go into business for myself. So I also have a daughter. She's 11. At the time, she was 10. And I was really thinking what I can do to that I would love to do, have an impact in the community. So I decided to open up a child hair braiding salon because I used to frequent some in the area and I felt like they could do a little bit of a better job. So what's a little bit different from my salon is I believe in nurturing the child in and out. Right. Mm-hmm. It's definitely mm-hmm. the way the child looks on the outside is important. That's why we groom, we get our hair done and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But I think positive affirmations and letting the young women know I'm beautiful, I'm amazing goes a long way. I right. think in this day and age of social media and IG and Snapchat, it's all about how I look on the outside. But really what counts was on the inside. Right. And right. that's because shining star kiss salon was not the first name mm-hmm. that I came up with. It was something like glitz and glam, but that's not really who I am that's not what I want my daughter to really resonate when she comes to the salon um it's not about the what she said Let's back You said what? Glitz and glam is what? I mean, that's not what I'm 100% want to resonate to the youth. Oh, you know what okay. I mean? okay. To okay. the youth. Okay. It's a more about, <laughs> yes, I look great on the outside, but who right. am I really on the inside? Right. And also, around that time, it was a lot of things about childhood suicide and bullying right. and right. how they feel about themselves. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I had to do something more than just provide great service. Right. Hence... That's why his Shining Star Kid's Song came about in the okay. logo with all the affirmations in the child's hair. Like, I am a Shining Star. Mm-hmm. I'm fierce. I'm right. powerful. I am the future. Because children are the future. Right. 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 So that's kind of how that concept was born. Okay. And what made you decide to open a business? Like, have you always wanted to own your own business or... Um, you know, did you wake up with morning and have an epiphany that you wanted to own your own business? Did anything happen in your life I that o- made you decide to... I always knew that eventually I was going to go into business for myself, right? Okay. But I really thought it was going to be the way of, like, me buying and selling real estate. Like, um, I worked for one financial institution for the past 23 years. Mm. I did really, really well, and I still do really, really well, but I didn't think it'd be a way of store ownership. Right. But a couple of people in my family was like, always try to say, "Case you can open up your own business. You know how people resonate towards you. Mm-hmm. You're, you're kind to people. You can really do it. Mm-hmm. And also, in 2016, mm-hmm. in January, I was diagnosed with a rare blood cancer. And at that point, I kind of felt like, what would be my legacy? Wow. Right. Because I didn't fold. Like, I was like, all right, this happened. This is what I'm going to do to make sure that I'm gonna live longer. For me, it's mind mm-hmm. over matter. I don't okay. even discuss it. It's like I was having a conversation with one of my friends this morning, driving to work, and she was like, "You treat like you have a cold," because I think it's mind over matter. You gotta push through. You can't fold. Mm. So at that point, I really try to question like, how am I really gonna be known? How will my daughter remember me? How will my mm. mother, her father, remember me if anything was to happen? or nothing is gonna happen, what's really gonna be my legacy? And wow. that's how I started to be like, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go for it. Wow, a lot of us talk about it, and I just felt like it's my time to move on. I, after being diagnosed in January, I'm living the second half of my life. Mm. Wow! So that kind of got me to this point, also. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, now, so as you guys know, this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and um, we know that breast cancer affects millions of women um, nationwide. And I think the study came out like. That every day, one in like five women will find out that she has breast cancer. I think, I think that's it. I hope that's it. Y'all make sure y'all edit this if that's not it. But, but nonetheless, um, do, how does that, in terms of like just the whole idea, I just really want to stay with the idea of being a survivor, right? How, how has that really, um, affected you and propelled you forward beyond the salon? I think, um, yes, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, Mm -hmm. and we tend to emphasize Breast Cancer Awareness Month a lot, but the truth of the matter is so many other cancers on the spectrum Mm -hmm. that people are dealing with, whether it's gallbladder, multiple Mm -hmm. myeloma, leukemia, um, throat cancer, skin cancer. I think the whole C word, it it affects everyone. Mm -hmm. It affects the patient. The spouse, the child, even the friends. Right. Right? Right. right. Mm-hmm. Um, about two weeks ago, one of our, my dear friends happened to pass from yes. leukemia. Yeah, And it, I see how it affected me and her closer friends. Wow. Everybody's really impacted when somebody gets diagnosed with cancer. Right. Right. Everyone. Even when you're at, you go to the local coffee shop and you walk in and you look different and you tell them, the person's like, I see you every day and this is what you're going through. Right. Right. It really, really impacts everyone. Wow. Um, I know for me, you know, I have to be honest. Often when I look at you, I'm like, this chick is crazy. Like, she's just (laughs) doing way too much. But then um, when I look at you, for me, I look at you as a source of encouragement for me because I'm like, okay, so if she can do this and she's dealing with what she's dealing with, then I'm able-bodied, I'm healthy, there's really no reason why I can't. Um, you know, achieve certain dreams and aspirations because there's, you know, short of, you know, a a couple of pound dreams here and there, there's really nothing that you you cannot do once you put your mind to it. Um, do you think that, um, do you think that your diagnosis kind of also helped to, um, help then your mind shift? Like, do you think that sometimes people tend to, um, shift their thought process in terms of what they can and cannot accomplish based off of um, diagnoses or, like, experiences? Like, what what would you say or what do you think, you know, about that, that little theory in and of itself? I mean, I can really speak for myself. It definitely was a turning point in my life, right? Okay. This happened, when you read statistically, for my cancer, you're like, wait a minute, this can't be happening. Right, right. right. But then as you start to research, you realize there's treatment coming out every day, mm-hmm. and you just got to keep going. It definitely was a pivotal point in my life. I decided that I'm not going to fold mm-hmm. I'm not just going to roll over and be like, oh, what well, me? Because I'm really not that kind of but right. That personality, right. right? Right. I feel like you got to fix it. You can cry about it for like about a week, but right. Right. Of the day, that does not solve the problem. Do you think that had you not been diagnosed that you would have started Shining started this along when you did? Probably not when I did it. hmm but I knew down the road, like, I was going to be tired from my my job, and I really thought I was going to go real estate. Wow. Right. Okay. I never thought that I would own a storefront or something of that nature. My father, when I was 16, he tried to instill entrepreneurship in me, because he owned a health food store. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Keisha, I'm going to buy you some books. You're going to go on Flatbush and start learning to work for mm-hmm. yourself. I was like, I'm not selling no books on Flatbush. Are you <laughs> kidding me? That's not happening. But from... From about 16, he tried to instill that in me because right. you have to learn to work for yourself. Right. And this is what I'm going to say about working for yourself or trying to start a business. It's a lot of work. It is. Right? It is. I don't complain about it. A lot of things happen behind the scenes. I just kind of deal with it. Right. But there's something about the energy when you're trying to make a name for yourself or work for yourself. When you're invested yourself in your own right. funds. Right. Speaks volumes. Right. Right. And, 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 and one of the things that I would add to that is um, everybody's not going to make all their money at the same time, right? And so there are, some, there are some entrepreneurs that in order for their business to work, in order for their business model to work, they would have to leave the comfort of what they do or what they were doing, which means that you pretty much have to risk everything. And so, um, it is doable, but it's not easy. It, it's not easy. Um, there are days when you're going to feel like throwing the whole thing away, child. You're just going to be like, child, give me paper or plastic. Forget it. I don't want to do it anymore. But, um, I think that, and this is going to segue into the next thing that I want to talk about is, you know, linking yourself up and being in communion with the right type of people. Correct. So, um, so what would you say about that? Like, if there is... A young woman who, or young man for that matter, who wants to own their own business, um, I think that who you connect with, how you connect, your tribe is very important. You know, the people that you have in your circle are really, really important. And I wanted to say, talk about that before you actually segment into that, right? Mm -hmm. So in the past year and a half, Mm -hmm. the people that I've met Right. definitely is a collaborative effort right. of how I got here by myself right. it seems like I'm by myself but right. I'm really not like I right. do have a team behind me mm-hmm. you know what I mean I have for you I have other friends that I speak to every day that we all kind of come right. together right? collectively and help each other out because right. you own your own business my friend Nicole owns her own business mm-hmm. my friend Bobby so we all kind of come together every day and we take a piece of each other to make right. it happen Right. Right. And I've learned from them and they learn from me. And if I have a question, we try to kind of work it in together. Because as entrepreneurs, when your money is in it, only other people who know what that is like really understand and give you real advice. Right. Exactly. So exactly. I'm not by myself by no means. I right. have an army of people behind me every day who encourage me, whether it be a text message or phone mm-hmm. call. Keisha, sure you could do it. I know what's going to happen for you. The amount of people I've met, like my circle almost kind of shifted. Right. Not my, it's the people that I talk to day to day is a little bit different than who I no, spoke it to a year ago. It's, I mean, you know, it, it, this is we say what they can't. Let's like, <laughs> it shifts. <laughs> it shifts, and you know, one of the things that I have even learned is that you have to expect for the shift to happen. Um, Steve Harvey always says that everybody that goes with you can't come with you, and as you elevate, sometimes you have to like, you know. Um, you got to kind of release pressure. And that's not to say that that's an indictment upon, um, you know, your relationship with people or anything like that. But sometimes um, as you go in a different direction, you realize that, um, you know, what what you're working towards may not necessarily be in, in alignment with the same language. Correct. So <laughs> it's not about me really trying to travel, hang out. Right. Every right. minute of the day, I'm literally working. Right. Right? right whether it is my full time job my business I'm working 20 hours a day right. so a lot of events I don't get to go to anymore because mm-hmm. I, that's not my life at this moment mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. life is trying to build a brand move the straps forward eventually mm-hmm. I want to up another location franchise out the brand like I'm really really working towards what I'll need right now right so everybody needs different things at certain times right. and I've accepted that now right, right. 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 and the ones that you know I have a lot of support that I can tell you yeah I think that support is really crucial. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, you know, being transparent in that is, mm-hmm. is, is very crucial. I, but I also think that um, sometimes isolation is, is also necessary. It is. And, you know, I kind of feel sometimes a little bit guilty that I can't give everybody the time they need. hmm Right? And I feel guilty in that. Because sometimes they need to speak to me, but I got, like, ten things on the agenda that I right. have to solve. A problem I have right. to solve. Right. right. And I feel bad. Like, it seems like every conversation comes back to what I need. Mm. Right. Or what I'm doing. So, I'm right. really trying to take a better conscious effort to listen to other people. Right. Right. And try to help them sometimes. So, this let me just need an ear yeah, to listen to. It. This right. happened at work. Here, let me tell you how I'm going to solve this problem. And I try to, like, take a minute. Right. To, mm. Speaking of a minute, how do you, what, where are you with balance? Mm. It's hard to say. I mean, there's really no balance at this point. It's just really, I'm just working. <laughs> because you do have to have balance. And I, well, let me, let me, let me. I think balance that. is going to come for me. Remember, right. December is going to be a year since so I opened Flack Yeah, you've done a lot in 12 months. Right. It's going to be a year. Months. Like, I mean, there are people who are managing and operating the same salon. That's been on the same block for like 16, 20 years. And have no desire to venture out in, in any capacity. So I think that. What you are doing um, and, and your business model is is something that should definitely um, be applauded. It, it definitely should be applauded. Um, now, I think I want to also shift gears into something else. You got another business venture in the of this stuff going on. <laughs> you got another business. Y'all, can y'all see this? Can y'all see this? Can y'all see this? So, okay, because the book is not here yet, but... Y'all, y'all see that? Oh. Okay. So you have a book coming out. I do have a book coming out. You an author, girl. I know. But it, the book tell us is- about the book. The book is um, a collaborative effort. I can say okay. that. It goes back to the whole I Am series, right? Right. Who, who, who are you as these mm-hmm. young adults that come to the salon? Mm-hmm. So I decided to do a children's book series. Wow okay right so you know as women we get to the salon we start talking about right. oh i got an interview tomorrow i'm so nervous what am i gonna do actually kids come to the salon and feel the same way they do they do. do and i hear them talking about oh i have a dance recital right. i'm not gonna do well right so i decided to launch a children's book series and okay. the first um book is gonna be i am fearless okay and the whole concept is a young girl comes to the salon to get her hair done, and she has a dance style and she's nervous, and she's also being teased at school. Mm-hmm. So there's some um, issues for young kids that I also want to address within the series. Right. So it's pretty much her peer in school is saying, oh, you can't dance, you have no shaky legs, and she's doubting herself. Mm-hmm. And she comes to the salon to get her hair done, and of course, her stylist speaks, she gets a fabulous hairstyle, and she nails it. Wow. Thank you. So, the, the, the books are going to be based in the slot in different scenarios mm-hmm. pertaining to what kids go through in school. Okay. To kind of bring awareness to issues that we all know right. and how we're going to help our kids overcome some of these issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, that the books hopefully will be out by December. Okay. Just in time for Christmas. Just in time for Christmas. So, um, this um, so for each and every one of you that will be watching and as well as listening to us on a podcast, Make sure that you know or make sure that you um, pick up the book because the book will be available. We are really excited. Put me down for two copies because I don't have time for my kids to be arguing over sharing books. So, everybody's going to get their own book. (laughs) Everybody's getting their own book. Um, So, um, another thing that I really want to talk about also is you have an apparel line. See? She don't, she don't sleep. She don't, I don't even know, child. I don't know how she do it, person. But you have an apparel line. So, so tell us about the apparel. So, the first, um, apparel, first part of the apparel is the t-shirt okay. line. And it came with the store logo. So, this is the store logo. And it says you I can really open don't it. i to take it out the bag and get the nice white shirt all dirty, but. It's fine. Okay. So, this is the apparel line. This, this was is... the first shirt. Okay. Can y'all see that? It says. Look how cute shining stars uh the little crown see how cute she is okay so what came with that was Mm -hmm. the words that i started to take out i'm amazing i'm fearless that goes with the first book right and this one is for the boys okay it is a crown right and it has the same affirmation for myself affirmations um, for the little boys as well. And these also come in adult sizes they do. as well? They do, yes. And this one is, is an adult size, actually. This is a, an adult size. So this is a pretty dope shirt. I'm sorry. This is a pretty dope shirt. I really like this. I like the um, the crown and the, and the molding of the crown. and I love the way the girl... So, you know, I'm, I have a thing with glasses because I wear glasses. So, I love the way the girl, she has like this beautiful pink tiara and so that's really cute, and then we have another shirt, which are more of the I am series shirts. Correct. correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is the I am fearless shirt. Now, how much of the shirts, so that our viewers can know? The I am fearless of fifteen, okay. and then the one with the crown, the female logo and crown, is twenty dollars. Okay. And can you get this shirt online or? Where should they go to get the shirt? For right now, the shirts are in both locations, okay. on 14 Lennox Road and 126 Roth Avenue, and the online store will be coming by the end of the year. Nice, nice, nice. So, again, we have the book, which is coming out in December. We have our shirts. Um, which are the I Am series shirts? I am amazing. I am fearless. I have I am fierce. I'm unique. Fierce, unique. Um, and then we have the original shirt, which is the local shirt. It's my favorite. Which is, yeah, this this shirt is really nice. The local shirt. I love this shirt. <clears throat> and then we also have the one for boys and as well as adults. So adults are 15 as well, or just the children? No, it's um, funny. 24 adults? Yes. Okay. Y'all can shop coins together. Now, um, and then what other what other things should we expect to come out of and happen for Shining Star and, you know, uh, for Keisha Hickson? What I would also like to do by the end of this year is also launch a parent series, right? Okay. Because mm-hmm. I see how the parents are becoming friends in the salon, and we mm-hmm. have a lot of common issues, whether it's juggling work-life balance. Right. Um, making sure you have the right resources for your child who happens to be special needs. Right. So I'm looking to launch a web series. It's probably going to air once a month. And we okay. We're going to talk about everyday topics and really right. try to network with each other on how we can come together as a community. Right. And just give each other advice. And sometimes you just need a shoulder to talk to. Mm-hmm. You just never know. We all need some help some way. Right. Whether right. it be a kind word or I don't know how to do this. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. So... That's what we come coming. Hopefully by the end of this year. And a little birdie also told me that you have, or you are in the process of starting um, a not-for-profit organization. Yes. <laughs> yes. See? She won't sleep. Right. So, <laughs> I'm also starting Shining Star Cares. hmm And um, in the first quarter of next year, I will launch the mission statement and how we're going to move forward with that not-for-profit. Okay. okay. Now, um, this is Courageous and Curvy Radio. Okay. Okay. So aside from no because I'm saying that because I'm going with something with this Mm -hmm. so aside from um you know who you are as an entrepreneur right we also have to talk about who you are as a curvy woman Mm -hmm. because I think that a lot of times um sometimes um plus women seem to think that they don't have um they, they may not necessarily have the confidence to to go forward and say, I'm going to start a brand or I'm going to start this. Like, you know, so w- do you even think that that's even true? Do you think that that is a, um, how has you being a curvy woman affected your overall esteem and your overall, um, trust in yourself in terms of creating your brand? Um, does that question make sense? No, I'm saying with you the okay. question you're trying to ask. I just think also, outside of being a curvy woman, being a woman right. as a whole brings right. challenges. When mm-hmm. you work in corporate America, whether starting your own business, mm-hmm. it has its own challenges. But mm-hmm. I would say this. I grew up, I was curvy my whole life. Right. Right? So, between my upbringing with my mother and my family members, they kind of instilled a lot of confidence in me. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you that, of course, you know, growing up, you have a little bumps in your role, your little insecurities. Everybody goes through that. But for the most part, I mean, I went to school. I went to college. I started my career for 23 years. I've had a tremendous amount of success. Right. And I've always believed in myself. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think with the grace of God and the people that I meet, always pushed me forward. And what do you say to the girl who doesn't believe in herself, who um, doesn't come from the same, the same family structure? Like, for example... I was up last night um, and I actually saw a study that came out um, and the the most recent report from the Department of Homeless Services came out that said that um, today I want to say 17,000 children um, that go to New York City public schools are homeless are homeless. I live in and, shelters, or or living in or shelters or living in shelters but then the flip is is that um, today obesity and poverty are inextricably linked mm-hmm. and so when you see that when you see that um, we have so many young people particularly girls that live in communities where um, safety is cited as the primary reason that they can't go outside and engage in physical activity. When we see that um, we have so many young people that live in homeless shelters or in um, third-party housing situations and unstable situations, um, we see that we have a city right now, where our homelessness crisis has gone from being an epidemic to a pandemic. Mm -hmm. And then we also see that um, we have that when we see all of these numbers, right? um, You know, what do you say to that girl? What do do you say to that young lady who, who basically, by all accounts, like, you know, the eyes are just like continually stacked against her. So, what do you say to, to encourage her? What, what, what would be um, your, your thought process? How, how would you encourage her to, you know, to really continue to strive for and continue to keep going? What would you say to her? What would I say to her? Um, for one, I understand life happens, right? Right. Things happen. And when i am mentoring young girls or my staff members, things happen every day, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes you can have a fight, end up homeless, a parent dies. Mm-hmm. These things happen. I think you have to examine what happens. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're going to cry and mourn about it, mm-hmm. but how are you going to move on? What do you do in the in-between, I always mm-hmm. say, that, right? Mm-hmm. I think for a young woman, I would have to ask just to, you know, look at herself in the mirror. Believe in herself. Right. Put together a plan. Seek resources. Right. And I know those things are easier said than done sometimes, right? Right. right. Just write a plan for yourself. Just start off small. You know, if it's ten things that you're looking to do, just tackle one at a time. One at a time. Mm-hmm. And keep moving forward. Yes, mm-hmm. sometimes you're gonna take a step back or something's gonna happen, it's gonna push right. you back. But how are you gonna keep moving forward? Do not keep your eye off off the prize. And what would you like since we're talking about girls, like what is the overall demographic of the girls that um that you have that work in that work? The salon? For me? Yes. There are between the ages of twenty one to twenty eight. Wow. Okay. Right. And how do you encourage yeah, them? How do you, you know, because a lot of times um, we see like, you know, the average salon, the overall business model mm-hmm. is um, the overall business model is like you rent your chair, yeah. you make the right. money, you pay your rent, you keep it going. But what 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 makes Shining Star Kids Salon so much different than, you know, than your average salon? What 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 is the reason why and how do you stand out? Well, first of all, we don't rent booth rent, 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 right? Right. So that's number one. Two, I would really hope they see how hard I'm working, mm-hmm. right? Between mm-hmm. managing my my life in general. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say take everything from me, right. but take some of the things that they right. see that I'm doing. It's all positive mm-hmm. to make a life for me, them, and for my children, and for a legacy, yeah. period. I really hope they see that part. Right. And I guess, you know, in the near future, as the one-year anniversary comes on, how can we do things better? Right. Right? How can I do, How can I, as a store owner, a CEO of a brand try to instill some things in them that they can take and run with. You know what I mean? Mm, okay. A leader is only as good as who they can train to move on. Right. 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 So that's something that I know I'm always running around a million miles a minute running to this mm-hmm. store, that store. So I really hope they can see like hard work does pay off. Right. Right. right? And you gotta press forward. Okay. Um, And then from a, because you are in finance, mm-hmm. you are in um, and so we to you don't want nobody to come and, you know try to a couple of dollars like so, but nonetheless you are in finance um, you do own um, several businesses uh, what would you say is the number one um, component that is necessary for a person to um, to really go into owning a business for themselves I think you need to have a plan okay right I think you need to have a sound business model understand the market that you're going into right, right. And everything is not going to go to a T the way right. you think it is. Mm-hmm. Right. But you have to be able to adjust quickly and mm-hmm. simulate. Okay. And try different things. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. We all want to open for business. If you are like, okay, great. We're going to open. We're going to have a thousand customers the first week. We're going to turn a profit in six months. That's not how it goes. No. It does not. And you it also have to take some of that money in, reinvest into, into the business. The business. Mm-hmm. And the original vision sometimes mm-hmm. changes. Right. Unless you're right. Buying to a straight franchise... and they're telling you the menu is from this to this right right yeah when you're trying to start your own brand and your own franchise there's a lot of bumps in the road what are some myths some myths myths that you think that people should um know are myths like you're not gonna make money initially you don't make money initially right Right, because there's a lot of overhead when you open up the store. Because mm-hmm. you got to talk about the money it costs to build out the space. Right. right, right. I have two retail storefronts. The money it costs to build it out, the advertising, the buying supplies. Right, you don't make any money the first Initially. year. Initially, right. you do not. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it'd be great if you're covering the expenses within mm-hmm. the first year. And that's great. Right. But once you have a sound business model and you believe in your brand and customer service is everything, mm-hmm. right? Know your customer. Right. Let them feel like they can come to you. Right. Because without your customers, you're going to be out of business. And don't be so... Don't be so Don't be so damn sensitive. Right. Like, you know, <laughs> if somebody tells you that they're not, um, you know, that that you provided them with a product, that they didn't really, that um, they didn't like, then just figure out a way to improve the product. Um, You know, don't don't be so sensitive to the point where you're just like, oh my God, life is, I know it is over. I'm never going into business again. And it's not that deep. It's not that serious. It is that deep and it's that serious. But then again, it's not that deep and it's not that it's serious. Not. It's because owning a business is like a child. It does not come with a manual per se, right? And you're going to mess up. You're going to fail. You're going to fail forward. You're going to fail backwards, or you just going to fail flat on your face. But you have, um, you have the option to decide how you fail, and you have the option even when you try different things in your business to decide how you're going to rebound when something doesn't necessarily go the way that you anticipated um, for it to be. I mean, like I, I've restructured Courageously Curvy about 8,000 times in my head. Um, We're on, you know, and and, and actually the company is is going through a rebranding process as we speak. But at the same token, you know, you also have to be in in tune with what is working and what's not working. And if it just doesn't seem like it's working beyond your best effort, that doesn't necessarily mean that it doesn't have the the product, doesn't have the propensity to sell. It just could mean that um, your audience has changed and you have to shift. I think the ability to shift is key, right. Mm-hmm. right? Understand mm-hmm. where you went wrong and make an Right, adjustment. right. and don't stay in it forever. Like, no. if you realize, okay, this is not working, you know, I tell people all the time, it don't take, like, forever for you to figure out when something's not working. When it's not working, it's just not working. It's not working. You, you pretty much know it's not working, and and you have to be able to shift that um, and, and just kind of, like, you know, move and be willing to move. Um, And I think that that's one of the things that a lot of people in in business just, you know, they just struggle with. Now, I'm going to be honest. I think that one of the things that I have struggled with is that it seems to me like um, African-American people, we are like the biggest contributors to the national sales. I think we contribute, what, $1.6 trillion? Okay. But... We don't, we don't all, we don't own our own stuff. But what, what are your thoughts, what are your thoughts about that? You know, in terms of, um, why we don't, why, do, why we don't do more, why we don't take more stock in ownership. But then when we do become owners of things, why do we self-sabotage <laughs> each other and, and in business? Like, do you think that there is, um, a correlation with any of those things? Do you think that there's any truth to that? I think a lot of um, entrepreneurship is also cultural. Like if you mm-hmm. come from a background of family-owned businesses, you are more prone to step out, wow, and open okay. your own business, mm-hmm. right? I think um, owning your own business is almost like a mindset, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you have to be willing to take that risk, right, and understand what that risk is, right, right. So I think that plays a lot, maybe, in the African American. Mm. They mm. don't shop enough with us to really see it can happen. Right. Right? So that could be why not many of us leap our own faith. Why? Right? And some of us don't even have the support to leave our own faith. Right. Right. You know, some people need that encouragement to say, you know what, I know you can open your own business. This is what you want to do. Right. Let me show you these resources. Right. They just don't know to go to the SBA Mm-hmm. Go to the local library, research mm-hmm. it, look at a, a storefront, decide if this is where you want to be, depending on the type of business you're trying to open. Do you think that there's a lot of cutthroat or cabinets, um, especially if it's a with women in business? I don't know. Like, I don't even like to even entertain the cabinets, right? No, you don't have to entertain it, but do you think that it exists? I mean, I hear it. Have I experienced it? No, because I only surround myself with certain people. Like, so... <laughs> just like i hear about it but right you know i think as a woman as an entrepreneur as a mother you have to be on strong foot mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. you gotta know when to pull away from certain certain behaviors mm. and i'm that's where i'm at with my life right right mm. because the bills come around it's real yeah this is not play time yeah yeah so, so right if we can if we can't encourage each other and, yeah my cousin bill comes every every month at least six seven eight nine ten <laughs> times a month <laughs> right so, I'm, sometimes twice a week i just try to <laughs> keep removed right from it right it's all about positive encouragement donna this time i help you today keisha oh you know you did that wrong let me tell you how we could probably enhance right. this product. Right. Mm-hmm. that's really what i'm about and that's the community i'm really trying to build right Um, I'm trying to think I really don't have any other questions I feel like we've talked about everything like you know you and I we talk on a regular basis so it's just like you know a lot of this stuff is really more girlfriend conversation Mm -hmm. um, for the most part and just like some of the things that we talk about daily like okay you know all right, you can't stay here you know get back up um, and, and I think that that's one of the messages that I want today to be really the theme of today to be is that, you know, you may be fighting a, some type of an affliction. Mm-hmm. Um, you may be fighting some type of a situation per se, but you don't have time to stay in that situation. You, don't. You, you got to get up. You got to fight and you have to fight for your life. You have to fight for your rightful place in in life. And um, I think that that's really what the theme of this show today is about. Sure. It's just like, you know, be a fighter. Fight for your life. Fight for your right to own a business. Fight for your right to, you know, to stake change your claim. Situation. Right. State, you know, change your situation. You know, if, 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 if your situation is bad, you got two different options. Change your situation or change your situation. It's really just that right. simple. It's really just that simple, right? It, it, and it... And it may and and honestly it really is that simple. Listen, it, it really is. We wanna say that. And I'm not gonna pretend like making a change is not hard or having the a plan to make a change, right? right? Let's mm-hmm. not minimalize what certain people go through to right. decide, you know what, this job is not for me or this relationship is not for me. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was diagnosed with this today. What am I gonna to do tomorrow? Right. It takes a lot of soul searching, mm-hmm. um, processing it for yourself Mm. and believing in yourself that you're going to do it. Wow. It does. It does. And you heard it first here on Courageously Curvy Radio where we are talking about all things curvy, all things beautiful, and all things, the good, the bad, and the ugly in the plus community. Um, We're not just talking about um, the plus community. We're just talking about how we become... And we continue to allow ourselves to be whole in every aspect of the world. So, Keisha, thank Donna, you so much. Thank you so much for coming and for being here and for being our guest today. And to you, our listeners, um, thank you so much for um, your continued love and your continued support. Listen, if you want more shows like this, if you want to be able to um, help us to push the needle forward as we go forward into a new season, okay. Um, like us, like me um, the Don Perry CEO um, on Instagram um, we have our Facebook page which is Courageously Curvy Radio um, we have We Say What They Can't Radio shout out to um, Dre, shout out to Pyro shout out to everybody from the We Say What They Can't family Keisha thank you so thank much you. thank you again for being here um, if you, oh I got another announcement to make So if you would like to sponsor or be a sponsor and hold sponsorship space with Courageously Curvy Radio. That option is also available for you. Um, you can inbox us or you can hit us up for more information on how you could be a sponsor and what sponsorship entails. Um, our goal is to really push the needle and push the envelope with Courageously Curvy Radio where we really take this radio show to the next level um, where we can be able to provide you, our listeners, with more content um, and where you can really, you know, be stakeholders in the history that's taking place so um having said all of that we thank you so much our faithful listeners for being a part of Courageously Curry Radio um we are on Spotify we have our podcast we, we're just really really amped and excited about the new season girl yeah so the next show <laughs> listen y'all after you tune into this show, I'm telling you right now, the next show is going to be a super duper trip. <laughs> the next show is actually going to be um big girls and the men that love them. Okay? 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 Okay. okay. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the fact that there are some guys that just their first preference is a big girl. Thank you very much, Nathan. You probably my husband of 10 years. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> and to all of the and to all of the guys that just love all of those extra curves and the extra uh, cushion and all that other stuff so stay tuned um st- you know keep it locked um do we say what they can't keep it locked through Courageously curvy radio where you'll hear more and you'll see more about that show and just don't forget to tell your friends and a telegram facebook post share 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 about today's show With our CEO of Shining Star Kids Salon, the one and only Miss Keisha Hickson. Thank you, sis, for joining us. Yay! All right, y'all, we out. Thank you.